welcome again to Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie Back to the Future one shouty minute at a time. I'm Scott Carell. I'm Nick Jimenez in the news. And to this week we have uh, we have two special guests, which is a first for the show. Uh, welcome to the show from Panels.net, Ali Coluccio and Preeti Chibber. Hi. Hi. <laughs> you should probably say which voice you guys are. <laughs> All right. I'm Preeti. I'm Ali. And I'm Nick Jimenez in the news. um and today we're going back to minute 96 which begins with marty tying the cable to the rope and ends with marty reluctantly running toward the delorean um so this is this is a lot of a lot of shouting a lot of shouting and plastic gargoyles (laughs) it is it's a very shouty clip i i dig it yeah, I, I somehow did not remember that very giant plastic gargoyle that is in the entire sequence. <laughs> yeah. Most of the it shot, is, too. We talked about that last week. It is an ugly, stupid-looking gargoyle. Like, I've seen a lot of gargoyles in movies, and this is like this is like bottom ten. <laughs> Imagine if that was an actor, Scott. What's that? Imagine if that was that was a human actor that you just you just described. <laughs> a human actor. That was very coarse language. Imagine if that was how a gargoyle know, actor. How do you know it's not a human actor? There might be a li- like a person inside of there. Yeah. Like Ghostbusters? Yes. That's like their only <laughs> job in the whole movie. <laughs> so, so okay. So you, we're, we're, what would you say? That, that's got to be taller than two stories. I mean, I know it's probably technically two stories within the building. But like, you know, a courthouse... Probably high ceilings on both levels. That's got to be like about three-ish stories, right? It is very high up. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, so, it's taller than a couple trees. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he's shouting. Mar- Marty is shouting up to Doc over wind and thunder and presumably oncoming rain. And it is so goddamn romantic. it is (laughs) Uh, but he's like he's shouting and i I just feel like you know you're you're running out of time and you choose to shout i have to tell you about the future (laughs) and it's just like just get to the point dude like what do you you don't have any time (laughs) you get shot on the day i come back right (laughs) and then just run to the delorean book it not not my problem now (laughs) I did what I had to do. <laughs> well, he is kind of, he's a stupid teenager, though. Like, let's yeah. not forget. Like, I feel like that's something that's, I he always is remind myself of, that he's seven, he's a dumb, dumb teenager. <laughs> right? <laughs> that's very true. I, I have to tell you about the future. He shouts it twice. I don't think i You know, he can't, you know, Doc can't hear him. No. So Right. Doc hears 0% of what Marty yells out. <laughs> He's trying real hard, though. I mean, that's what gets him in trouble. Like, I will say, I think Christopher Lloyd is... He has he, he has to do some ridiculous stunts in this mm-hmm. to a point of, like, such slapstick that I I don't think any other actor would be able to sell this as well as he no, does. No, I agree. Like, that... I, I mean, you heard when we just rewatched it, like, I couldn't... I was still laughing. I'll laugh every time <laughs> I watch it. <laughs> yeah. Because he he makes it so that he's leaning forward trying to listen to Marty. And it looks like he's so focused on what Marty's saying that when the bell tolls, 
it actually legitimately scares him, like startles him. Yeah, his face yeah. is perfect. <laughs> Absolutely yeah. perfect. That, like, complete bit of surprise and ow, I can't hear. And, it's almost yeah. like his eyes do that cartoon thing where you can see his pupils, like, shaking from the vibrations. Right. It's, oh, it's, yeah. It's a combination of, like, the agony and the, like, how that almost, like, bemused, like, how did I get here? Like, what in my life led up to this point that this is where I am right now? I'm always, every time I, every time I watch that scene, that moment, I always think that he almost becomes like a Frankenstein's monster kind of character. (laughs) He is very, I was about to say he's very Frankenstein, but I was like, he's very young Frankenstein. Yeah, exactly. It definitely has that whole like Gene Wilder, Mel Brooks spoofing on the classic universal monster movie thing. Like it's just pure mad scientist. How did Christopher Lloyd never work with Mel Brooks? I don't know. Crazy. That's a really good question. There's still time. There's still time. That's (laughs) true. They can, they can both really like, like, you know, like two minutes to midnight. (laughs) (laughs) Made a movie. Uh, Yeah. Doc's, Doc's turn and reaction to the bell. Uh, going off that for for 10 p.m. is he just turns and he just looks at the bell like he's got his his ears covered and he's looking at it just like why why are you doing this to me it's amazing like who could sell that to like an inanimate object that is just doing the thing that it has been programmed to do he is like (laughs) so upset with it like you have personally done this to me and this yeah. is kind of the, 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 I think this is like the third of the trilogy in like Doc reacting to inanimate objects. Like, because we have the car, like the toy car crashing into the, like, and catching fire. We have <laughs> the gargoyle. We have the gargoyle. And now this. Mm-hmm. Comedy rule of threes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, okay. So I have, during my research for this minute, mm. uh, I was trying to look up the history of Courthouse Square, um, which is where this is set. And we previously had looked up like sort of other movies that it had been a part of and TV shows and things. And I found something interesting about it this time uh, because I went a little deeper in my research. And and I found out that, um, (laughs) surprise, surprise, no one on the internet knows what they're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Because for the longest time, we were and and I have multiple, multiple, like dozens of sources that say Courthouse Square was used in 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 this and Gremlins and a couple of other things in the movies in the eighties and like older movies. It used to be called Mockingbird Square because it was from uh, To Kill a Mockingbird. Oh. The court the courthouse yeah. the courthouse with the clock tower is the courthouse where everything goes down at in, in To Kill a Mockingbird. Jesus and there's like there's a shot of like all the townspeople like walking up the stairs and it's just like, oh, yeah, that is obviously Hill Valley. Wow. Weird. <laughs> uh, it's super weird. But so so that is Courthouse Square. But there's all this other information. Like if you look up Courthouse Square on Wikipedia, there's a list of all the shows that have used it. Right. And one of those shows was Gilmore Girls. Mm-hmm. And it's sa- and, and it says like, oh, yeah, that was the set for. Uh, Stars Hollow, oh, yeah, and you yeah, look yeah. everywhere, and everyone says, "Oh yeah, that's the set. That was the backlot for Stars Hollow." Well, hmm. 
I looked up more information because, I don't um, know about that. you know, Gil- yeah, Gilmore Girls is shooting again, right? Yeah. Right. And, and so I was like, oh, so wait, are they using the Universal lot again or are they using something it's else? The I looked Warner it up. the Warner Brothers lot, though. They always it, were on the Warner lot. Exactly. It's the Warner Brothers lot. And it's a lot called Midwest Street, which looks exactly like Courthouse Square, only instead of a courthouse at the at the front or the back of the lot, mm-hmm. you know, like as the centerpiece of the lot. Well, it's, well, it's a church on one side. It's a church. Yeah. Because there's that there's that white church with the big, tall steeple. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 That's sort of like the centerpiece of that square. And that, yeah, that's Midwest Street at Warner Brothers. This is Courthouse Square at Universal. And I was like, why are why is everyone getting this confused? And so I did all of this research and I figured out where the confusion happened. And it's the ghost whisperer. So that show, The Ghost Whisperer, uh, the, like, right? Uh, what's her face? Mil- no. Uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Jennifer Love Hewitt. Yeah. yeah, the Jennifer Love Hewitt show. Okay, so The Ghost Whisperer used Courthouse Square for their, like, town square in that show for, like, three seasons or whatever. That show was on for, like, way longer than anyone thinks it was. <laughs> um, so for, like, the first three seasons or so, it used Courthouse Square. Then... There was a fire that burnt Courthouse Square down. Oh my God. And they had to move their entire operation over to Midwest Street. <gasps> and, and so, so suddenly, so people were like, oh, Ghost Whisperer used Courthouse Square. Oh, but Ghost, Ghost Whisperer uses the set that Stars Hollow used. So it must be the same. Yeah. So there, there was like, everyone just forgot about this fire, apparently. Wait, wait, wait. And, so is, is the clock tower okay? No, it is not. Oh, it's gone. Wait, the ghost um, whisperer killed the clock tower. I don't know if it's the ghost whisperer's fault that there was a fire. Because, well, like, come on, let's call a spade a spade. <laughs> okay, fair enough. But, but yeah, so like, there was a fire in 2008, burned everything down. It just reopened, like, you know, last year, I think, or 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 the tail end of 2014. Um, and yeah, the the courthouse is now a totally different building. The centerpiece of the uh, yeah. of uh, Courthouse Square is a totally different looking building. It's really sad, actually. This is Ben. You must remember this. <laughs> yeah. We gotta go back. We gotta go back and see. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta stop Ghost Whisperer from ever happening. They're remaking DeLoreans. I think we can make it happen. <laughs> I know. Uh, I know Scott knows this, but have you guys heard about the new uh, addition to the Gilmore Girls revival cast? Uh, I heard oh, Sutton Foster. That- Sutton Foster and Milo is coming back. Sutton Foster as her character from Bunheads. (gasps) Yes! Wait, how is this going to work? Bunheads, Gilmore Girls, officially a shared universe. But that means Emily was really living like on the lam under an assumed name. I hope that's addressed. (laughs) Or or it's her long lost twin sister. Oh my God. that was like on the outs with the family. Oh my god, that means well, boo. I was could... gonna say because I I know that they are because it is very sad that um oh I'm totally blanking on his name but uh, oh Richard Sherman for Bob yes Sherman. Yeah. Uh, yeah passed away Sherman. so they're right. the way they're doing it is Richard Gilmore passes away so right. we don't know when that happens so it could be that Richard passes away and then she go no wait no she's a mom in that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. She. she but but the she son is also dead. 
She gave birth to Cameron. She gave birth to Cameron. Right. The mother-in-law ish. But he's dead. I have never. I'm I'm telling you, long lost twin sister. With Alan Ruck in is it Alan Ruck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never been that much in love with him in my life than that one pilot episode of Bunheads. And that, then he's the, just the Bunheads pilot. Bunheads pilot for my money is like one of the best pilots ever it's made. Such a, it's such a shame that that show got canceled. Yeah. <laughs> Man, what if ABC like, Family didn't know what they had? What if like in the post credits of the last episode, like you like, you know, like Rory like walks into a room and just like Boo is like waiting for her. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, yeah. you just became a part of something bigger. Yeah, <laughs> so great, so great. Oh, all right. Well, we're going. We're dipping into to, to Gilmore Girl stuff now, so we should probably wrap up this episode. It's honestly like our number two most discussed topic. On the... Yeah, that's pro- that's true. I mean, it, um, it should be everyone's at least yeah. number two most discussed topic. I would say that's accurate. Yeah. Uh, you guys have anything else for this minute? Um, I don't think so. No. Okay, um, so uh, we'll be back tomorrow with Minute 97, but in the meantime, you can go to our website, backtothefutureminute.com, and leave comments there. You can also email us. Uh, we've got, you know, a week's worth of credits coming up, and uh, we want to read emails during that time. So send us your emails, contact at backtothefutureminute.com if you'd like to be a part of those episodes. You can also follow us on Twitter at bttfminute or on Tumblr, also uh, bttf minute.tumblr.com like us on facebook leave us itunes reviews check out our other podcast the doctor's companion or doctor who podcast at the doctor's companion.us and geek by night our original audio drama series uh created by and executive produced by nick and i and you can find that at geekbynight.net very heavily influenced by gilmore girls yeah very much so um very very much so uh and then uh actually two there's like there was almost two Gilmore Girls shout outs in the first episode and there ended up just being one because I cut one of them because <laughs> I was like, it's too many. <laughs> um, but uh, Star Wars Minute and Goodfellas Minute are those who came before us. So make sure that you're listening to them as well. They're currently and, uh, like like knee deep in the uh, like three week pod race campaign. Yeah. <laughs> oh, those poor, those poor bastards. All right. We'll uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Bye.